how to make him chase you. Have you ever wondered what to do when he pulls back? Even though in the beginning he was so interested and so invested into you, boy, do I have a story for you today. I'm Antje Boyd, if you don't know me already, and together with my husband Brody Boyd, we've been helping thousands of successful women all over the world to get the connected, committed, and long-term relationship they desire fast. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So for this training, I'm going to do something very special, and I'm going to share one of my own personal stories to share with you step-by-step how to make him chase you. This story took place about 11 years ago. I remember it still to this day because it was one of the most profound weekends of my entire life. And here's how it started. By the way, for one, it was the third weekend of January, a Sunday morning. You know those like days when you just know when something profound happened, you just remember exactly when it happened. Now, it started actually how many of the stories start that you have may have experienced. I met this man online and of course, he started flirting with me. Of course, he was invested. He seemed to be interested and slow, fast enough, slow enough, <laughs> fast enough, we actually started to text. And, you know, this is the thing, right? A phone is an appointment setting device. Boy, did I learn this lesson because he just kept texting me and he kept like mentioning, you know, yes, at some point, oh, we should meet and so on and so on. And yeah, and at some point we're going to get on the phone when he has more time or let's set up a time. And, you know, and this, it just never came. There was always this, you know, this promise, the carrot dangling in front of my nose. Anyone relate to that? Sure, I'm sure you do. And you because, you know, I thought this is, has to be the time. Now, <clears throat> I will never forget that. This Saturday of that 3rd January of, of the month, there was a wine festival in my town. Now, because this particular man loved to like party and drink, well, that should have been a red flag for me. He said, you know, he's going to be in town for this particular wine festival. Now, I was literally living maybe like a mile, less than a mile from where they had the booths. So it would have been super easy for him to meet up with me, you know, to actually like, you know, to like have a drink or a coffee or whatever the case may be. Look, don't let men tell you, you know, they don't have the time. There's always time. Look, I just had a client tell me the exact same thing, that a man was in her town to watch a horse race and didn't even think about, by the way, after talking to her for like maybe one or two months on the, via text, you know, one time on the phone, and, and, and he was simply um, not asking her, like, hey, let's have coffee. I mean, even if he went with friends, which, of course, my particular guy did. So back to my story. So here was Sunday morning. Okay, Sunday morning. And he texts me, you know, basically that, you know, his hamster ate his phone. You know how the story goes, right? He forgot it. He dropped it, whatever, where, you know, so just all those excuses. But something shifted in that moment. You see, I had read lots of relationship books, how to communicate with men, also how to heal my inner child. And I realized no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm so done with waiting. 
right? Waiting until the man turns around, until he finally changes his mind, until he finally texts you back, until he finally asks you out. And it was so interesting because God was highlighting something to me in that moment. And I saw myself when I was about eight years, 10 years old, and my dad was making me all those promises where we potentially move to or what, what he's going to get for me or whatever the case may be. And, and he didn't fulfill on those promises. And I remember, oh my gosh. And here I was as this little girl waiting, like maybe if I'm like more nice or if I'm more patient and patience is a virtue and it's also in the Bible and all these things, right? So I got like indoctrinated, right? Like it should be just, you should be normal that you don't get your needs met because you have to learn a few more lessons. And in that moment, I learned a lesson for myself. And that is that I don't have to learn another lesson, right? Like girlfriend, you don't have to learn another lesson. Like you don't have to turn yourself into another pretzel. You don't have to learn to release your attachment even more or to heal your attachments that, or whatever the case may be. But the healing in that moment was actually like, no, my man knows. And, and when I realized that in that moment, it hit me like, like a lightning bolt, so to say. And I'll never forget it. It, you know, I just, I broke up with my old self, right? It was like, I'm done. I'm done waiting. This is never going to happen again. I'm never going to give this man so many chances and like check my phone all the time only to find myself staring at an empty screen or as like another excuse and feeling like my heart is dropping into my gut, filled up disappointment because I was so excited to see this man. But instead I said, my man knows he doesn't need to think about it. He doesn't need to sleep on it. He doesn't need to pray on it. He, need, he doesn't need to... Heal, heal, whatever he needs to heal, right? He is ready. And it's so funny because in that moment, the song from Taylor Swift came on, on the radio, which is back then, it was 11 years ago, right? Uh, we will never get back together. We will never, never, never getting back together. And so what that meant, I was like, I was breaking up with my old self, and here, wait, but there is more. When this happened, I just felt like, I cannot even explain it to you, like a portal, a door opening up of possibility. I could feel a new energy of men, not just a man, but men that are reliable, that are showing up, that know what they want, they know who they are, right? They're clear, they're confident, they're congruent, they're aligned. I could just feel it. I may have had not all the words for it, but I could feel it. Now, of course, ironically, you know, that same day after I decided I'm so done, I'm so over it, guess who texted me? Of course, it was this guy. And so now he actually wanted to really take me out on a date. And I didn't even text back. I didn't text back. Can you imagine you're not texting back? But not because it's a gimmick or it's a strategy because you actually secretly want him to text you back. Not that I know a thing or two about that. No, because I was convinced he's not the one. I'm out. See you later. And he felt that energetic shift, right? And what ended up happening is I remember I was actually seeing a girlfriend uh, the weekend after and he so badly wanted to talk to me. And I said, you know, fine, if you must talk to me, right? So it's like, I'm no longer going out of my way. Like in that moment, you're no longer going out of your way, girlfriend. 
But I no longer went out of my way, and not from a place of resentment, but I just was simply like, he's, I'm not interested. I'm so not even turned on, not attracted, nothing. Like, it's, it's, I'm not interested. So I said, you know, you can, you can call me when I'm driving home from Sacramento back to Walnut Creek from my friend's house, right? And lo, lo and behold, he did that, and, you know, he wanted to take me out on a date that same day and all the things, and I was, like, not really, like, I wasn't interested, you know? But here is the story, is the end of the story, right? I attracted men into my life who not only chased and pursued me, but who also were the right energy for me. Obviously, it wasn't like a long-term potential because obviously my husband was, who I met, by the way, only five months later. So, you know, there's no coincidence. Things are speeding up once you're clear. And also, another thing I want to leave you with is that actually the hierarchy in which I had my list categorized, we all have our handy-dandy list <laughs> of attributes and qualities of the men that we want to have, like something shifted. It was like, I don't care, you could be as attractive as, I don't know, George Clooney or Brad Pitt, or I don't know, they're all not my type, but whatever, whoever would be my type back then. And if you're not emotionally available, if you can't consistently communicate, you're out. You weren't, I wasn't interested anymore. I wasn't even attracted. So my whole nervous system, my emotional guidance system completely shifted. And that is palpable. That is palpable in the world. That is palpable in people and men, how they perceive you, to which degree they respect you, because you're respecting yourself in a whole new way. Now, as you can see, with clarity and with commitment, you can have those pivotal moments that change your life forever. But it does take commitment. It does take focus. It doesn't take hard work, but it takes smart work. You have to know what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know, back then, I was already working with um, a couple of mentors, again, was in lots of workshops, seminars, and things of that nature. Next, if you haven't yet, take my free love quiz to get the connected, committed, and long-term relationship you desire fast without trust issues, frustration, or attracting any more emotionally unavailable men by simply hopping over to getlovequiz.com or you can also pop right here into the description or comment section and grab the link right there. I hope you enjoyed my story. Pop some questions and comments below. I'd love to hear what you thought of it, what you related to, and I'm looking forward to talking to you in the next video. Take care. Bye-bye.